Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In today's episode, we are going to talk about running from time, not out of it. It's a new take on time management. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. And if you've been here before, I'm really happy that you're back. As you know, this podcast is about how to become an intentional communicator. You think clearly, you communicate concisely. And that's the point. I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and that's all about the quality and quantity of your communication. And I've also written a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And that book is about managing distractions and useless thoughts and things that consume our attention. And the convergence of those two books help you in very powerful ways because if you can manage the noise and and really get some good thoughts going on and stop chasing Um, all the noise around you, then you can start saying things with impact. And that's what we want to get you to focus on, how valuable that is. It's incredibly valuable. Though I'm I'm no expert on time management, I do have a new perspective on it, and that's what we're going to talk about today because time is where we live. We live in time, and we have so many things to do. We get so busy in our day-to-day yet we don't know how to regain precious time. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how to regain that, where we feel like there is no time. And that's a problem because how we communicate in that environment, both for ourselves and for others, can be very, very difficult because everything is filled, filled to the brim, overflowing. And where is the wiggle room? And I'm, I'm talking about gaining a perspective on, on regaining that time. You know, how, how would that work? And there, there's a couple things that I want to, just before I even start, is to acknowledge that if you're listening to this podcast, probably, almost definitely, you're a person that manages your time well. Because if you're listening to this, you see the value of communication. You see the, the peril or the, or the impact of consuming a lot of noise. So you already are ahead of the game. So I'm not, I'm kind of preaching to the choir, but I'm also talking to you about, you know, how to, how to go even further and even thinking about this from the perspective of the people that you work with and the people that you know and how to help them. Um, in, the, in the people that listen to this podcast, m- many of you I know, is I'm trying to give you um, a way to have an advantage. And communication is a huge area of improvement for people. People squander how they communicate. The quality isn't very good and the quantity is too much, or in some cases not enough. So if you're already doing this, you're already ahead of the game, um, keep on going. Think about this as, as you're probably doing this, but can I do it better? And I'm always, when I do these podcasts, I'm looking at for myself too. How can I get better? Because we, we can all get better. As many of you know, I work with um, the military is a, is a core clientele of mine, and specifically within that, a subset is people within the special operations community, and, and many of whom kind of call themselves or are called quiet professionals. That term is specifically means people that are discreet, humble, they're, they're quiet professionals, they talk too much about themselves, or at least they shouldn't, and they're, but they're discreet. Discretion's important in that profession. Um, when I think about quiet professionals, I think about it in a different way. I think about people that value time to think, um, value time alone, are considerate, 
intentional, purposeful, they leverage and embrace quiet for their advantage, they're not running on chattering all the time. Well, in reality, maybe they are, maybe you are, or maybe you see people that are, that call themselves quiet professionals, but in fact are far from that. And that's a problem, but there's also room for improvement there. In, in today's episode, though, we're going to talk about time and how busy we're getting because this environment about like how we communicate is what fills a lot of that time. And if you think about from the time that you wake up to the time you go to sleep, minute by minute, you know, hour by hour, a.m., p.m., what's filling that time? And one of the lines that I have is time management really is noise management. That's sort of a thing I want you to think about. How well I'm managing the noise around me is going to free up time because, in essence, I may be squandering a lot of that time in bits and chunks by consuming information that, at the end of the day, doesn't really pay a high return. What do I mean? One of the things that I've always talked about in the book Noise and and subsequent to that in the podcast is people's use of their smartphones. And like, I don't think it's ever a good idea for that to be the first thing that you check in the morning and the last thing that you do before you go to sleep. Now, there are exceptions. You know, you've got a a kid that's away and you want to see if they're home safely or or there's a a message that you were waiting for when you went to sleep and that's going to be from your boss. I mean, of course there are exceptions, but as a general practice, picking up my phone in the morning is not something I do anymore. I don't do it for the first hour of my day. And there's a time at the end of the day, I just put it away. And without getting into an entire separate topic, you know, having that thing around, having smartphones around constantly, checking them constantly can be just a squandering of time under the auspices of I'm trying to become informed. So in my opinion, time management is really noise management to a great extent. How well am I managing the noise? If I'm, I'm, if I'm doing a good job, I might... I'm freeing up time. And if I'm doing a poor job of managing the noise, I might be squandering it. Um, the other thing to look about, just in terms of just context of this as we, as we dive into this, is how our time is wasted and filled both communicating, disseminating information, and consuming it. You know, think about how much of a person's day, work day, and meetings, calls, emails, then they check social media and then they're back to another call and I'm sending things and I'm receiving things and I'm sending and rece- all day long. It's just filled with consuming and, 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 and uh, disseminating information. Digesting and disseminating is a way of looking at it. And how much of that is defines our day. Um, and at the end of the day, that makes us, we fail to become intentional communicators because we just look at it sort of mindlessly as like, my job is to over-communicate and to over-consume. And that depletes. It depletes us for sure, and it depletes others around us. My story in this is, is worth telling or retelling. When I was writing the book Noise, um, full disclosure, I was not good at noise management. I would check my phone instinctively, almost habitually. Um, it felt like I was kind of addicted to it. I was always on. I didn't even know why I was checking it. I would pick it up just because that's what you would do. I would, I would pick up my phone and I would start checking my phone. I would go down a rabbit hole. And then I really started thinking about just the power that had on me and how much, honestly, how much time it wasted in my day. 
then I started thinking about, okay, if I stop doing that, I'd start freeing up blocks of my time for quiet. Then I started really struggling with, okay, spending time alone in quiet. And then I ran from it. I started noticing that I had, I, I, I now had the time because I wasn't consuming so much noise. And I had this time for quiet, but yet I kept on running from it. Like, why am I running and I'm running and I'm running from it? And then at some point, I just stopped running. And that's the point of this podcast is we're running from time, not out of it. Once you start managing the noise, you will have time for thinking. You will have time for for reading, for contemplating, for planning, for reflecting, for complaining, for whatever you need that time from that was used maybe not effectively, not usefully, but then we now that you have it, it's like people say, like, I would love for the, I'm so busy, 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 I would just love it for it to stop. Okay, once it stops, what do people do? They run from it, they, and they fill it with something else. They fill it with infotainment, if you want to call it that. And, it, and is that the best use of our time? It isn't. And why do we run? We're afraid of it. We're afraid of being alone, maybe. That's what I was. I was, I was uncertain. Um, I had to give up. I was set in my ways of this is what, how I'd spend my time. I was set in my ways. I didn't want it, really, because I would be forced to think about maybe a tough conversation I had to have or something that was tedious doing work that was hard. Um, I didn't want to have that time because I wasn't any good at it. Um, I wanted to do what was easy, not what was needed. Um, it was unknown. But I stopped running from it. And I, I turned and I faced it. And I stopped running from the time that I had and I started embracing the time that I had. And that's what I want to talk about in, in this perspective of, okay, well, how do you approach this? So here's a couple of considerations to help you stop running from it and you'll stop running out of it. So here's a couple of considerations. Do I look at time in, as scarcity or abundance? Is there not enough of it or a ton of it? This many years ago shared with me is I look at time as abundant. I have a ton of it, not scarce. I have a ton of time. I have a minute here. I have 10 minutes there. I have an hour over here. I have five minutes here. If you start looking at the, if I start looking at the, at the perspective of panorama of my day, I look at it in abundance, not in scarcity. Ask ourselves this question. Do I look at it one way or the other? If I look at it in scarcity, I don't have enough of it. Um, that perspective is, can be changed. I have a ton of it. How do I use it? The second thing is, in time is, is, do I define time as doing or being? And I don't want to become like a resident philosopher here, but like if there's times that I just need to be, like I need to be quiet, I need to be still, I need to be thinking, I need to be considering, or am I just running around doing stuff? Do I have, do I have time to, to contemplate and to create, to critique, to clarify, to learn, to understand, to reflect, to ponder, meditate, pray, whatever. Like, do I have time for that? Or do I define my time as doing? Always executing and acting, executing and acting. Busy, busy, busy. Versus like, how it's being versus doing. Okay, look at that for a second. Another thing is, when am I on and when am I off? 
companies are open nine to five. I got, I'm on. Like, when am I off? When am I off the grid? When am I unplugged? When do I just leave that connectivity, connection, ability to consume and, and communicate? Just leave it, unplugged from it, so that I have time for myself. This morning is my habit. I have quiet time in the morning and I have quiet time in the afternoon. I schedule it. It's an appointment. It's not a technique. I've said that before. Being alone in solitude is scary for people. It was scary for me. To some extent, it still is. But I came to the conclusion that it was critical. It was the best use of my time. I couldn't have done this podcast this morning if I didn't have time alone thinking about it, thinking about the topic, thinking about you, thinking about me, and the impact when I kept on, if I kept on running from it. Why am I running from the time that I have? Only to fill it with stuff that doesn't matter. I need time alone. We need time alone. And then we spend time with others. Well, that time alone makes the time with others better. It just does. So considerations, do I think of time as scarce or abundant? Am I always doing but never being? Am I always on and never off? And what about solitude? That time, that precious time alone, free from others at times, devices, distractions, useless thoughts, busyness, infotainment. I'm free from it. I have time alone. I'm not running from that time. In the big picture, yeah, most of my day is collaborating, working with people, but there's time that I need to, that's really should be and needs to be dedicated to planning and considering and learning and all those things that I, I can only do by myself. So that's that's my perspective on on time management, a new perspective. Stop running from the time that you have. You have time. There's plenty of it. And, and, and if you start looking at this way, you're like, all right, here's just the way to look at it. When I stop running from it, I'll stop running out of it. Just saying.